Ten eight. Elliot Jesse. With my headphones, I can't hear myself. <laughs> We're back at the crib, babe. We're back in BK. Back in BK. I can't hear myself. Hi. I know it's weird <laughs> now, right? Does it seem bootleg now that we're back at the Woo! Yeah, please. Sam is Don't back. Don't start to Sam's back in our home. Sam's back in our home. We're back. But Sam can't be a mic. We said we got to buy Sam a mic now, right? That's what I'm saying. Sam, you can still speak, though. Say something. They can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's back in the dungeon. He's like, no he's can remote, him. but he is here. He is here. <laughs> And he says this is actually recording, so <laughs> we should keep talking. So what's going on, EJ? Uh, I don't know. So much is going on. I don't know. Where do we start? Do we have I to have a, a Larry Flick plan of discussion? No, it's of weird. Discussion? We're used to Larry standing over his house. <laughs> Shout out to at Larry Flick, Serious Radio. We did ask some questions, but let's let's wait for that for a minute. But you said we got some good questions. Where's some good questions, you I feel. Te- you could tease the people. Some good questions are coming. Yeah, we'll I be answering your questions. It's so nice for me now. I'm just curious, babe. Oh, boy. What? What's going on up at the Rap Radar, babe? What's happening? <laughs> I'm curious, babe. What's happening? A you working on things, things up there? What's a lot happening? of great things, you know? Are you sure? Yeah, babe. You and at B-Dot, at Crystal F, you guys are actually out there, like, doing some things? You just want this podcast to go left? No, I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm trying to see if you're working, babe. It's of utmost concern to I mean, me now in my go to new situation. I want to make sure you're doing all right up at the Rap Radar. you just go to HTTP colon... <laughs> Slash slash www.rapradar.com. I don't want to hover, you know what I'm saying? I just want to ask you directly, babe. What's going on with you, babe? What's going on with your life? Oh, Good. man, I'm chilling. We, uh, Sam was complimenting us. We've made some major changes to our home. We're getting there, making major changes. A major is a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> Minor changes. I think Sam just acknowledged We've thrown out a lot change. of shit. We, know, we have to admit, we've gotten rid of a lot of stuff. Yes, we've gotten rid of a lot of stuff. Um... I've actually taken some stuff to the framer, which we've been talking about doing for like oh, yeah, two what happened years. With that? Did you bring that back? No, I can't bring it back until they do it. <laughs> don't just go up there and they zap it. It's like you have to, they have to well, do something. We only stuff gave two it. things, right? That's Can they live? Problem. Am I the only customer that they have? <laughs> <laughs> when are we getting it back? Um, in, in like, maybe in like three weeks. Right. So I took up this great um, poster that we have, this antique poster it's an italian version of the movie poster for lady sings the blues oh yeah which you've been talking about forever she's been yeah. bragging saying she's been bragging about this poster brag is again a strong word babe. it's, it's like strong, 80 feet long it's the hugest it's a huge poster huge poster but it's, it's nice beautiful. Though. it is nice it's really beautiful how did you get this poster that's the question i always forget it's to ask last you. time i didn't have a job and i had some time on my hands <laughs> No, seriously. Now, I have a friend, actually, a girl I was at uh, high school with, who she has this great uh, business, or she used to, she doesn't have it anymore, where she, what's the word I'm looking for? She just buys and sells and trades um, authentic African-American film memorabilia. Mm -hmm. And so I bought it from her a while ago, and it's just been existing around here. This is what, at least five This was before me and you got together, yes. This this is seven, eight years ago, nine years ago, something like that. So finally it's being uh, framed. And what's the other photo? Tell everybody what that is. It's a hot photo. It's a hot photo. It's a hot photo of me and Robert De Niro. You, I am giving him a kiss in the in the photo. Uh, disgusting. Shout out to Jake Chessums who took the, the shot. The real reason Daniel Swift put Robert <laughs> De Niro on 50 Cent on the cover of a magazine. I know. I don't have photo no. op opportunity with. Uh, I mean, I love that picture. Bobby it was De Niro. Such a, it was a big moment. It was the March uh, 2000, maybe eight issue. A vibe. It was a quote-unquote Hollywood issue. Mm-hmm. So hey, you know, Rosie, Rosie, what's hey, Rosie up? Rose. Might try to get your shine on Rosie. It's your little squeaky toy. Rosie, you had to go get it, didn't you? You had to get Such your shine on. Rosie ain't been part of the podcast in a minute. Mm. So yeah, you're gonna have that up so I can look at Robert De Niro putting a big <laughs> planting one on my wife's what's cheek. What's worse, baby, is that I'm the one planting the kiss on Robert De Niro's oh, yeah. cheek. <laughs> I'm proactive in the shot. You look babe. so happy. And I you're am literally happy. smiling through the kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, and then he looks kind of sheepish. Like. He looks like, well, well. I am, I, the Niro. am I being <laughs> I mean, she is a black woman and she's attractive. Son. And it is Robert De Niro. So. I am Robert De Niro. <laughs> no, it's a great. It was awesome to, um, it was awesome to, 
to meet him. And, you know, I don't have a lot of photos of myself sort of post photos. Like, I mean, the the shot of me and Robert. (laughs) The shot of me and Robert De Niro, it looks almost like a portrait because Jake Chesson took it. No, it does look real. It's nice. Yeah, so it's uh, it's nice. So I got that. You have the Obama shot as the photo itself. I have it. It's here. Okay. When I packed up and got out of Bob, I was trying to get all my stuff. Yeah, we got some like you see. I'll show see them later. Like you got the giant posters. Yeah, I got some stuff. Yeah, some stuff. You gotta have some memories of that time. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah, So me and Robert. That's always been our big problem. We never have really hung anything. Like any even kind of random family stuff we have hanging. It's just because it's randomly was framed. Like, there's no real order to what's framed, what's hanging. Mm-mm. We never really hung things up in the home, in our home. We did when we lived over on Norfolk. We did. We had a lot of stuff hung up on Norfolk. Really? When we were on the, living on the Lower East Side? No. That's Not when we lot. first moved in together, and we were really trying to be super domesticated. And you talking about the Lower East Side Remember we place? made that big collage we had of all our family place, photos? And we paid so much rent. But it, it looked so cool. It was like the flossiest. We were just in love and happy shit. and just wanted a fresh apartment. And then when it was <laughs> time to get serious about our relationship, we moved into a very small apartment over <laughs> in the West 30s. In the was West we 30s. married but when we lived in um in the West the 30s? 34th Street one? Or we were about to get married. Well, we, first of all, we were on 33rd. We got engaged in the, in the Norfolk one. Right? Yes, we got okay. engaged and lived on Norfolk. This is on the Low East Side. Uh-huh. And then we got married, and then we moved into the Hurt apartment, the small one? Yes. It really? wasn't really a Hurt apartment. It was just small. It was Hurt. It was It wasn't Hurt. It was, it was a nice apartment. It was the just small. The only thing small. we had doormen that we liked. We liked the, door, the service in the building. Gus. The, shout out to Gus at the Olivia had, building. Um, and Sandy. And Sandy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Gus and Sandy. But yeah, so no, so then we lived over on thir- on thirty third for like a year right and a half, G- right near the Gilead office, Sam. That was and, fun for me. And we used to see <laughs> fifty going down thirty fourth for the Ferrari. 50. You saw fifty that time he got arrested, right on the block or whatever. Remember he got I arrested saw him the, the same day. I saw him like right before he got arrested. Yeah. He like passed me by on thirty fourth, and, <laughs> and by the time I got to work, everybody was like, he got arrested. <laughs> right I was like, yo, I just saw him. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, right near Masquerade Garden. Yep. Like you could walk across the street to the Nick Games. That was retarded. And now we live in Brooklyn. Now we live in Brooklyn, we baby. We have a new refrigerator. We're trying to make it, baby. Oh, yeah, the new fridge. New fridge Sam is here. Sam gave us the thumbs up. Yes, and, you know. the new fridge is here. And we're getting some shelves built, hopefully. This man that I'm dealing with, I feel like I'm I'm trying to talk him down, and he's not I'm really calling me back. A deal. No, but what's funny is that somebody asked about that in a Twitter question. It's not to go directly, but... Somebody asked. Who asked? I'm going to give you a little music, too. Hold on. Woo! That's that little A. Marie right there. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> at, it's um, shout out to at Soul Supreme. He says, can we get an update on the home renovations? And then he added on, that's always a funny segment. I'm like, is that? Okay. The home renovations is a funny segment? Yeah, I don't know. Because we've never done it. And, like, you're trying to, like, work a deal out. You know, you, it's like a negotiation. Like, And I'm like, my thing with you is, like, I feel like you should meet, like, all these designers on one day. Like, have them come every half hour. And, like, that. find one you love. Because she falls in and out of love with them. Like, this one's the one. I was like, you seem like you didn't like them. And at the end, it's like, you like them. Okay. We could do it. He good, but he, may, he gave me a price. And then I came back, frankly, at half that, and I really haven't, <laughs> I haven't heard back. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I think that his price was a little high, and I think that contractors always, you know, price themselves. You know, they go yeah. in, they start. It's like anything else. He comes it's in high ball, and I'm coming yeah. in low ball, and hopefully we can we could find some middle ground because we don't have any shelves in the so hallway. What, so are you going to tell me we're building some shelves? Build some shelves in the like the, in the entryway, like when you first come in. Yeah. Um, and then in the living room, some kind of floor to ceiling shelves that can like massive wall. Type yeah, shit. hold yeah. like With books and a TV. Yes, and eventually, you know, some other things are gonna get done. Expand the closet right off of your bathroom, and you know, this that. Take our time. Painting. I mean, painting is gonna be last, and lighting is gonna be last. Okay. I mean, our apartment, we have a nice apartment, but, you know, like I said, it's quirky. It needs some attention. It needs some attention. Mm-hmm. Well, well you're chatty, aren't you? <laughs> Getting paid the attention. What's going on, babe? I can tell this renovation stuff just excites it's you. It just excites me so much. Yonders. You know what does excite me? We can't talk about it, but, you know, some other things may be happening soon. 
Me and you, bitch. <laughs> Donna, the cliffhanger. We're working on, we're working on something. Can we say we're working on something? No. We're not. Well, you're working on it, actually. We're working on it. <laughs> we worked on it today. Yeah, you're we working work on it. We work all the time, yeah. But that's, I'm excited about Why it. Why do you keep saying I'm working on it? Because you just said we're not working on anything. Isn't that what you just said? No, we're working on something. Okay, yeah. Working on, yeah, we're working we, on We, emphasis on we. Yes, Danielle Elliott, yes. Oh, because I thought you kept saying you're working on it, like I'm the only person working on it. I was teasing, it. like you're putting more work into it than Oh, I, I am. am putting more work into it than you. <laughs> that's what you were saying. <laughs> I mean, if that's... If you're the leader of the if project. If I'm finally getting the... Well, hey, it's Danny Elliott. It's like you're the leader of the project. Danny comes before the Elliot. In all ways, on all days. Gotcha. Thank but you. But I'm real happy about that. I think it's it's it's, it's coming together, and it's you know. Yeah, we're working something. on. I mean, we're working on a few things, but one thing looks like it might be, it might come into something. But you know me, baby. I just don't believe in anything until it actually happens. You yeah. know me. We. I'm the same way. I don't prematurely celebrate. <laughs> I'm not a premature celebrator. <laughs> Aren't you, babe? Sometimes, occasionally, babe. <laughs> Every once in a while, you put your glass up a little yeah, too early, babe. <laughs> Every once in a while, early. early. I thought I won I the lotto. You were gonna listen to some new music today. I thought that was your big plan. Well, the problem was, was lamenting was the um. You just mad we're not as serious. You just mad what? we're not as serious. No, I'm over and it, Larry though. can't just magically pull up music. No, I'm just used to hearing myself back. That's what's kind of more of an adjustment. But, you um, know, for me, is that what I'm missing? Hmm? Is that what it is? Oh, I not like this most death headphones? song. What do you think it is? I like this song. It's only a minute long, so. <laughs> it's a minute 23. And I'm not a big most death fan, but I like this. Make a way and come ashore on a greater day. Home grown from the greatest grain. Full flavor in the native strain. Now put that on your brainy brain. Full exposure to faith and slang. Minimum wage and major gangs. Y'all seen dog take the bay. Day to night, day to day. They came to play. We came to stay. Get out the way. Biatch, just by heat rocks. Brooklyn finest preservation of B-Fox. Print a full poison of detox. When we rock the people, I respond priority. Peace before anything, God before everything. Love before anything, real before everything. Home before any place, shoot before anything. Style and state radiate. Love, power, slay the hate priority. See, there you go. That's the best I've heard from him in a long time. Right? You like it? It is. That's called Priority. It's on most Steph's new album, The Ecstatic. I feel like I'm reading you. <laughs> you learned that, that, is you priority. Learned that from Larry. That's from the new most Steph album. This is the Elliott podcast featuring <laughs> Danielle, Elliot, and Sam. The following song you just heard <laughs> Priority from the artist Most Steph. <laughs> Number one from, on the hit this list. This is from the Ecstatic album, Ario Speedwagon. You know Number the thing one. about most of me is that. Because he's an actor, and that's usually the way I engage with him, is like mm -hmm. seeing him portray somebody else on a, in a movie or a television show, he doesn't sound to me as a rapper the way he sounds to me when I hear him speaking. Mm. And I've interviewed and spent time with him, um, and even still, like to me, that doesn't sound like the most that I've actually sat across the table from and had a long conversation with. The pro to me, the problem is that... And Not that that's bad. I'm just saying it's no, different. But the problem is, I think everybody's saying about his album is that it's just it's scattered. Like, it's hard. He doesn't know how to make songs. Like, he's, it shows what his brain is. Like, he's just all over the place. Like, it's not like he's making structured records. There's, like, one-minute records and two-minute records, and it's kind of all over the place, and it just sounds, like, half-finished on certain things, and... You know, like I like that. That's a minute and 20, 20 seconds, you know, and it's catchy. It's almost it's like an inch away from being like a skit. Yeah, but a lot of his songs on the album is just kind of structured and, and, you know. Does he have any choruses at all? <laughs> I, don't, on the I album? mean, some, but it's just atypical. It's like he's finding like Jay Dilla beats and, you know. No, but I do like that one. That, that one. Um, I like the lyrics, too. Yeah. We talked about rapping. Wait, what happened today? We, rumbled, we started playing. Love before everything, home before 
Yeah. All things. I don't know any of the lyrics, but I like it. <laughs> Just play the first part again. Just play the very first part again. He says it twice. It's all. It's as close. Yeah. No, it to has a, a hook. Yeah. It's close to being a hook as as most is gonna get. <laughs> play it again one more time. Well, it'll be fine. It's be real fine. positive. You know, I always think hip hop hip hop gets the short shrift in terms of people believing it's the short inspirational. Short shrift in what? In terms of people believing that it's inspirational music. It's yeah. a very inspirational song if you listen to it. Top priority, peace before everything, God before anything, love before anything, riddle before everything, home before any place, shoot before anything, style and stay radiant, love power, slay the hate, you, you, you hear the message he's giving? He's just, it's nice. But wait, we discovered a new song you like, and it was random. What? Oh. But it came up on a the And shuffle. I didn't even know it was him oh, when I started liking it. I didn't even know it was him. I didn't even know it was him. I was just like, that sounds good. Uh, I didn't even know it was him. I didn't, I didn't even know, know it was him. I didn't even know it was on his album. Wait, I can't even find it. Okay, here it is. Album. I may come late to some things, babe, but I'm always on time, babe. <laughs> Son, you gonna be able to go back to Harlem? Sam, that's your boo right there. What are you talking about? This is Chaloup, Chalupa by Cameron. This is actually off the Crime Pays album, which, you know, came and went. But Daniela found, like, track 27 from it that <laughs> she could rock with. Baby girl, damn, that's a hard curve. And he's already talking about being on the Yamaha. You're not with me. Keep going, babe. Arab music, A R A A B music. You know this guy? Who's that? This guy, Arab music from Providence. He's from Providence, Sam says. That's how they're doing it up in Rhode Island? Call my block Shout out to Steven. He knows a lot about Providence. Shout out to that pressure, no doubt. But wait, before you go back to it, can I just say, it doesn't have the tiniest bit of like a real slow bounce to it. Yeah, I mean, that's how they... It does, right? That Providence bounce. I'm the owner of the team, fucking mascot, sucking mad cop, sick fifth and rag top. Damn, don't get hit with the jab that my dad got. Y'all Sasquatch, put it on the laptop. No, not a door, but yes, sir, it's padlocked. We counting money, yo, doggy, we counting money, yo, shit. Ain't even funny, but look at we counting money, yo, stupid up on the stoop. The game is in the stoop, because look, we get your loop, but you we do the intercept, baby, we're the state patrol. We're 50 pounds. This is rapping. That's right, music right there. <laughs> and not to call my favorite uh, non-rapper, Akon, but I just want to say, if I was going 90 in the 65, I could be blasting that. Joey and I don't even know how to, to drive. Anymore. Like, what's going on? <laughs> Joey Aiz, right really excited Seriously, about this thing right I could now. Be listening. Are you kidding? In a car, too? Loud? 
So we have to play the rest of it, right? Chalupa, the hidden gem from the Crime Pays album by Cameron. Go back and reassess. Where's that Chalupa. Akon song that I liked that when we got in the cab that time, that man was playing it so Wait, loud we song? couldn't take it? Which one? Remember when we was coming from? Oh, I don't know. Don't you remember? He was, yo, he when was we came out of the series. Oh, I don't know why I'm so paid. Akon, let me we, He we was got out blasting Akon. We got in the cab right on 7th in, in, in Times Square, right? Yeah. And we just opened the cab door. It was like walking into a disco. Like this. It sounded like this. <laughs> Where do we go? Where go there? Where go? Where go there? And then he just turned it right back up like we just disco. The music no bother, right? The music. <laughs> you ready? This must. Is this it? Oh! It's like, it's like all the hidden gems. Please. <laughs> just let me hear the chorus. That was the Rihanna moment. So obnoxious. I listen to the Daily Podcast, and they, <laughs> they sit around their fucking home in Brooklyn and listen to I'm So Paid and Diddy Bop, their little private fucking podcast. Shout out to I camera. Hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Shout I hate out them. to camera. It's not fair. I think I saw a tweet that Boss Lady, you know Boss Lady's uh-huh. from Dr. J's, she said that Akon got $7 million for this album and it only sold like, what was it, 600000 No, it didn't even do that much. It wasn't a problem with this song. It didn't do that well, the album, but he got so much money for this album. And like, this is the first album he did that didn't do that well. So, but... heavy. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. He did not turn it down and he did not care and we didn't ask him to. <laughs> I don't think I don't think people understand I don't think people understand how loud that music was in the cab. I feel it's like, like he been, had a private system. It's like, was he really a cab driver? Indoctrinated into Aconville now. <laughs> I put him on the cover of Bob and I wasn't even indoctrinated. Play this right down. It's been so long. Exactly. <laughs> that I haven't seen Wait a second, hold on. That's, that's not Phil Collins. That's <laughs> 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 not like Phil Collins. take a small break from the microphone because I'm cooking some pearled barley pilaf <laughs> for later. What'd you say I'm about just my gonna mother? Wash my, <laughs> I'm going to wash my hands real quickly and just go make sure that all is What well am I supposed to do? Been. Find another most no, record that's good? No, I want good? you to find, um, that's not nice, Elliot. I'm sorry. I want you to find, um, <laughs> what was the other song we were listening to? Speaking of, um, speaking of Phil Collins, the Genesis record, what was that? Oh, Misunderstanding, right? What was that? I don't know why it's on my iPod, but I like it. Let me find it. Yeah, so we're just playing music, because we love music. 
record in the 80s? It was big, right? Seems like it might be all right, babe. The pilaf's looking right, babe. It is. <laughs> I could be able to partake in the pilaf a yes, little bit later. Babe. Pearled barley is the new thing, babe. Pearl barley. Pearled barley, babe. So wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one having a fake margarita. You're not even drinking it. You're getting your giggle off. I feel high off the thought of I'm gonna partake in a. Was it perlate? What is it? Pearled. Pearled barley. Barley. Yes. No, but what am I eating again? The pulle. The, <laughs> the what the? A pilaf. A pilaf. It's kind of like a rice dish. Sam looks excited. Rice, Sam had that at a eight-star restaurant the other night. He was rocking it. Oh wait, I want to play something that the hip hop I just recently discovered. I thought I knew my wife. Cause the thing about Danielle is that she's had to accept the fact that I'm a big Wu Tang fan. I'm not a um you know modern day Wu Tang fan per se, but. I'm a huge uh, Wu-Tang fan. I don't know I where like this is going. I hope it's going towards Method Man. That's what I'm <laughs> hoping. I hope we're riding 90 into 65 going towards Method Man. Is it going towards Method Man, man? I thought you was going to DJ Quick. I couldn't believe you was listening to that today. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know why we had to talk about this. Like, <laughs> bring the pain. I didn't know you was down like. pain. You got started from the top. You got started from the top. Because <laughs> this song proves that that right Method right. Man should should have just been like, okay, here we go. Don't talk blasphemy now. Easy now. What you about to say? I'm gonna be quiet. You should have dumped the other guys. I'm gonna be quiet. Go. I'm, I'm, not gonna say I'm just gonna say, charisma's charisma. <laughs> he, did, he did. He did that. Charisma's charisma. Go. Oh, please. Can I hear, can I hear the record? I thought record? Break why the beginning is so dope. No, I want to hear it. Like, I just want to hear it and experience it. I want to hear all the way up to vodka, chest hairs, all that. Ninjas is decaf. I stick him for the cream. Keep going, babe. Deepest in your fists and brothers is mad that she accepted. Your cross color, coach, you crossed over. Think I totally crossed out and crisscross. Who the boss niggas get to the And on the dark side of the force. Of course, it's the method. Man from the Wu-Tang clan. And coming for the heavy, protect it. Fuck it. Two tears in a bucket. Niggas want the ruckus. Bussing at me. Here he comes. Styles like it's buck wow. Method man on some shit. Seriously? We gotta get to the next verse too. The next verse is incredible. Slow down, stop it. Ninjas wanna hang with the meth, and the only way to hang is by the neck. Keep going, Bring babe. The rope, Bring the rope! Come on, babe. It's the woo coming through. Yeah. 
Give it to me, Rob. Heard if you drink, it burns. Enough to give me chest hairs a burn. Enough to give you chest hairs a perm? Seriously? I know I, I need a chemical blow to pull a hose. All I need is chemical bank to pay the rope. That's still a chemical bank? There's no more chemical <laughs> I don't banks, think there's right? chemical bank anymore. Chemical bank. RIP chemical bank. <laughs> know what I mean? It's over. Is it real, son? Is it really real, son? Let me know it's real, son. If it's really real. Something I can do, son. Live it up and kill one. Is it a great record? I'm not even on Wu-Tang Clan like that, as you well know. Never listen to Cuban links, anything. Never is a strong word, but it's close to correct. <laughs> this is Wu-Tang's legacy. Method Man, bring the pain. Danielle Smith. Doesn't it sound bad? I used to listen to this on the CD. Remember in the five CD changer? You get it like that? Okay, here's a question I have. Let me ask a question. Seriously, I'm not even into East Coast lyricism, quote unquote, whatever. I'm not really all like super impressed by that. You know, whatever. Yawn for all that. But I just want to say, if that's an example of it, then I get it. Well, yeah, that's real New York. You wouldn't see a brother like Cali rhyming like that. Thick with rhyme and reference and just yes. rhyme schemes. Yes. Yeah. Well, Over, that's Colbert, that's why everything. But that's what Wu Tang was. Okay, good. Yeah. All the rest of it. <laughs> the, the rest of what I listen to. You don't see the lyrical wizardry like and inspected okay, deck. Okay, and also just speaking just, just for me though, right? Uh-huh. This is my thing. I like MCs that um seem like well, they just have charisma. Yeah, you need a charisma to start. That's what Method Man was out of it. What we picked out of that was Method Man and ODB at first, because ODB being kind of the crazy one that yeah. you know, you know, I don't having like that the crazy star quality. But the what's happened is Ghostface me. Killers kind of emerged to be the one and be have the real, you know. Yeah, I need. To, I really need to give uh, Ghostface like a listen. Yeah. Because you know, it took me like ninety-seven years to come around to Cam, and now I'm all. Nah, it's like you're picking. What, what, what's Dry Aiden's carpets? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> is that Shalupa by Cameron? <laughs> Produced by Homeboy from Providence? <laughs> when you mock my musical taste, it, it was just so random. We were doing a random shuffle of the thing. Retarded. I was like, what's that? What's that? What's that? Okay, but this is the thing. When you mock my musical taste, you know I'm not, I don't care. I'm not offended. I'm not mocking your music. It's just the randomness of it. Like you said. Like I'm you- just saying, I don't understand on some levels, and maybe it wasn't his goal or whatever, but I don't understand why Method Man isn't as Please big as Please don't get me started say, on this. Don't get me started on this. I've got like, the I'm trouble to, to I'm the I'm years. I'm just trying to think of somebody who I think he should be as big. Okay, like, even as big as, say, somebody like Fab. Method Man was supposed to be one of the greatest of all time. And what happened? He just he didn't like the, the bullshit of the, the industry and the game and everything, and I just think he let a lot of shit impact him, so... He couldn't deal with the politics of it, you know? And Have you ever spoken to him about this? No. no. It would be, it would be kind of a fiery discussion. Because <laughs> I lived through it. That's the thing. It's like, you know, the people that wanted it, wanted it. And what's surprising, again, it's just like everything. You didn't think it was going to be Lil Wayne out the Hot Boys. You didn't think it was going to be Ghostface Killer out of Wu-Tang Clan, who has, like, the real long career. Like, that has, a, you know. And Raekwon's coming back, and there's excitement with that. And, and shout out to Ray. But yeah, I was going to say, he played the album. The, you know, it's good, I think. Yeah, and Ray, Ray took his time. And, and See, Ray's thing is he felt like he always had to live up to this first album he made, which nobody thought he was the one. And he made this really great album, this classic album, Only Built for Cuban Links. So he's kind of been haunted by the idea of having to follow that up. And, and, and now he's trying to do it. And it's taking his time and gotten all these records to put it together to challenge that. But, you know, Ghostface, out of all that, has been able to, like, make good albums, different type of albums, and really sustain a career and have that drive and determination. I think Meth, you know, Meth had other things that kind of distracted him off that path, you know? Like Partnering what? with Redman. Like partnering with Redman, which, which led to some success. But then out of that came a lot of Hollywood or TV opportunities and those kind of things, you know? He started being able to make money outside the music, and I just think he just didn't like the politics of dealing with record labels and dealing with managements and dealing with, you know, a lot of things kind of took him off his path, and I just think he didn't want it on that level that some people want. 
it still comes down to desire at the end of the day. So. Mm. It breaks my heart sometimes when I hear that record, though. You just hear so much potential. He was the one. You, f- you feel like Out that's the, the, the first big single from somebody who went on to have, like, eight number one singles yeah. and et cetera, et cetera. And, and I've seen wh- – wait a minute. We, where were we at? Staples Center in L.A.? And oh, we and saw, he came out for Jay. Jay brought him out. Yeah, right. and – Man, he killed it. Yeah. He's a great performer. He's still always been a great performer. He's, he's really good on stage. He's always I mean, he's just amazing. Yeah. And the other problem I had, again, just from the girly point of view on this part of it is, I always felt that Meth had a problem being as attractive as he actually he is. He ugly himself up, yeah. Or put the, you know... Man, dude, put this, you know, snot rags or whatever. That, be goofy. Fart a lot. Like, be like kind of a goofball. That exists yeah. of Meth, like in a suit and like a leather blazer, like hey, he don't want to like, play that game. Oh my god! Imagine Meth doing Dang. a GQ photo. You know, shoot I think that you're just on. a beautiful specimen <laughs> of a man. I but, know but you Clifford know. But Clifford is quite a handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> but when Ellie Meth is cute, but Clifford takes a shower and gets and goes to the barber. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Brushes his teeth. And get a tailored suit. A tailored joint. I joy? mean to say. Go to get, find Jigga's tailor. I feel like he goes, <laughs> he goes way out of his way to look gross and nasty and unattractive. Yeah. Well, he's really like a handsome, a handsome dude. The ladies love him. The ladies always love him. Man, it breaks my heart. We have a Twitter question. Yeah, let's do questions. Call um, her on the air. What do you say, caller? Again, Jermaine this is Jackson's a, here. Speaking Your of brother's her, still dead. Now you okay, sound so like Adam Sandler and Funny People, <laughs> which Elliot hated and I loved. Funny People. No, I didn't hate it. I liked the movie, as I said on Angelie's show uh, the morning after. Oh, wait a minute. You're doubling up? Like, you just. What do you mean? You no, they asked me. They hadn't seen the movie. I'm saying you just saw so many radio shows out here. You just, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I, I said it already on Angela's show. Uh, if you would listen to the again. show, Danielle. Support, if you would get satellite radio so satellite we can have it the, the house, home is suspect. All Let's of a sudden, it's not working. No, we didn't. Our situation got to get. We had it for a long time. And Elliot has. We had a secret account, and then all of a sudden they cut it off. But I've been too lazy to deal with Paul or to buy a new one or to set it up, and I got to get it together. Can we work on that, dearest? Yes, with the pointed thing. But what I was saying was I enjoyed the chemistry between Adam Sandler and Seth Rogen. I thought the characters are really great and funny people. I think it kind of falls apart in the end because they try to do this kind of love story narrative, which is gets to be a little too outrageous for my personal taste. Who was that woman but in that overall, movie? Because she was hurt. Yeah, she plays all the love. Stephen was telling me. Oh, oh, ouch. I'm sorry. She she's play, hot. She plays, she plays like the dope. love thing she's that everybody incredible. wants throughout the whole thing. And she's like, not... Dang, that's his wife, though? I feel bad saying that about her. I just didn't that's get kids. those girls. That's wow, that's, that's too they much They were fun. good, though. The kids were great. But I just didn't. They like, would have left the house eventually. That's all I'm saying. It's I like, get. They spent too much dead time at that house. Like he had I to, get that she wasn't supposed to be so dope <laughs> in the movie. But she really wasn't so dope in the movie. Like, I get she's supposed to and be kind of an actress crazy. and stopped acting. Right. And, and then, but I just didn't. And then she showed she was crazy, too. So, you know. But I still think you should see it. I think but it's I'm an Adam Sandler movie. fan. 50 you can't grand. do no wrong. You like what? some Adam Sandler. That's what? another one. Excuse me. Now, if Adam wanted to be as cute as he could be. Dates, but let me tell you what I will watch. What? All day. Yes. First of all, I'm a Drew Barrymore girl, too. But then, not 51st Dates, The Wedding Singer? All day. You don't really want to hurt me? Oh, please. When she hands him the meatballs in his hands, come on, it's incredible. The wedding singer is just amazing. Yes, baby. You Speaking of films, often. here at the Daniella podcast that I share with Ellie and Sam, I just want to say, <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> Larry wants us to do the station ID. <laughs> no, not this one. We're in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, At Soul Supreme wants to know your favorite John Hughes movies. I mean, I love, I love all. I love. Well, I'm not a big. Um, I, I love, never did get I into love, weird science. I, I did. I did love I weird love science weird as a kid. Science. But that's, that's because movie. you want to see Kelly LeBrock naked yeah, that's and, a boys movie. and all that. Yeah, but um, I love Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Obviously, I saw Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I don't want to say how. I, I love Sixteen I Candles. Saw it in the theater. I love Sixteen Candles. Sixteen Candles. 
first of all. That's my sensitive side. Please don't act like you love 16 I Candles. I do love 16 Candles. Oh, my God. I watch 16 Candles like once a week. Yeah, I love 16 Candles. How is it that you've never watched it with me? Because it's, it's too personal for me. I just <laughs> <laughs> it's too deep. You sign alone. It's nasty. I don't, like the, the, I don't like the high school one that everyone loves. I don't rock with that. Um, what's it called? Breakfast, breakfast Club? Club. Breakfast Club is not my I'm favorite. I'm not a Breakfast Club person. It's not my favorite. That's like its own cult. Like, I respect that. It's not. Just like but I hate that, and I know it's not the same thing, but I don't like uh, St. Elmo's Fire. That's not the same director, though. But I don't mm-hmm. like St. Elmo's Fire. What's the other ones you I never did? was into that Brat Pack. Yeah. Remember that Brat yeah, Pack? Yeah, that was more all that, though. Yeah, I wasn't into that whole situation. No, but I, mine at first beat was Day Off and 16 Candles. What was that movie where it was Demi Moore and Rob Lowe, and they were in the relationship, but then they broke up, but then they got back together at the end? What oh, was that big one, right? About Last Night? Oh, that's some wow. incredible. That's, that's TV right there. Movie Rob right Lowe there. blew it all, didn't he? Rob that guy? Lowe on the West Wing too. Oh, West true. Wing, please, I'll be up on the West Wing. No, but Rob Lowe could have been the one. If it wasn't for the West Wing, Obama would not be president right now. You know how big Rob Lowe was, though. Come on. I remember on. it too. I'm I mean, talking about about last he's night. He's muddled out a little nice TV career, low quietly. Okay, cool. But I get he it. But hating on Rob Lowe out here. Let me tell you Rob something. Lowe blew with that sex tape or whatever he had going on. What was that again? It was the time Rob Lowe could get it. I'm just saying. Of course. If you lived time. in the East Village, you could get clear, it. Give it to him. The time has passed. I'm just saying. Like, he blew his career. He okay, blew his career. You like, oh, did you like trains, planes, planes, trains, and automobiles? Nah, nah. I saw that too. Nah, I, that. I love that. I don't even like John Candy like that because you know I can't stand Saturday Night Live people at all. So I love Ferris Blue Death because, you know, my whole thing when I was a kid was playing hooky from school. How to not go to school. That was my goal. We talked about that in the podcast. I was like... Absent like sixty times in yeah, the I second grade. Like school. I was so into not going to did you something do, ridiculous. Did you did school? Nah. I didn't either. What's I up with that, Elliot? Going to school. I was never one to did school. <laughs> not ditch, but just want to stay home or just do something. Not no, go we to school. there used to be a thing in LA when I was in high school where they would have like it would go around like I don't know how word got around about stuff back before like email and blackberries and stuff like that, but word would get around LA that it was just like senior ditch day. Yeah, oh, yeah we had that. You guys had that? And so everybody would like go to the beach or whatever. I wasn't You know really who was corny in just, school? Who? Dan Dan. You right there reporting people? I, was, <laughs> I heard them That's speak cool. the night well, before I gotta tell about, them people, why well, I can't just be the only person in Spanish 4? sat there knowing <laughs> that they were out. <laughs> I'm the only person in Spanish 4, Miss Curly. Don't they stop. You asked her all, ask all the questions? Okay, yeah, so... We don't need a class. We got it covered. Yeah, no, I never saw Uncle Buck. That sounds hurt. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it really comes down to bre- those four. Breakfast Club, Weird Science, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and uh, 16 Candles. 16 Candles. Oh, he didn't do Pretty in Pink? Oh, he did that, too. Pretty, pretty Pink is good, too. Pretty in Pink is incredible. But 16 Candles kicks Pretty when in Pink's ass, She makes the though. prom dress her own. See, that's it a little too girly too for much. me. That's a little uh, too girly. James Spader is the last... In that film. Are you whispering asshole? <laughs> no, I didn't whisper. That was you talking. That was Rose. That was Rose talking. Okay, no, I love But I, I'm sad that homeboy died. Like, I just feel like with stuff like that, like heart attacks and all, I feel like I just, I'm probably going to go to the gym right after this because I'm not going out like that. I got to stay healthy and okay. keep it together. Okay. Um, no more questions? At NY Delight says... Mm-hmm. Well, she has, first she has a comment. You know how people on panel discussions always have a comment <laughs> and then a, a question? I got a and comment. Then I have a question. So her comment is, have the two of you thought about pitching Take It Personal as a radio show Saturday mornings or Monday through Friday on satellite? Yes, we have. And we have <laughs> been taping it at satellite until today when we're back at the crib ghetto style with Sam. Now, take all meetings. Yes, we do. Take all meetings. Um, and thank you at NY Delight. We well, love not you. Not bad meetings, but... <laughs> <laughs> I said, all within reason. I'm sorry. Go ahead, babe. At NY Delight also says, artists seem to rant more than appreciate making music for fans. What are your thoughts on artists' meltdowns, new and old artists? That's a good question, babe. I wonder if I I could have some comments on what I think about husband meltdowns is what I want to know. I haven't had no meltdowns lately, really. Too bad. Oh, the radio can't see me rolling my eyes. Okay, go ahead. Just being extra. So wait, you want me to answer first, of course? Please answer first. Shout out to Ad and White Delight. No, I just I just think there's more avenues. Well, there's two things. I think there's more avenues that we really get to hear what the artist has to say through Twitter, through different aspects of that. Technology wise, artists feel this need, just like everything else. Like we were talking about like Paul Abdul. Like, you know, 
it's fucked up. I'm going to quit. So go on Twitter. Like, everybody gets a chance to get their thing out and make their big statement. So I think that artists feel artists complain, but now there's more avenues to let that out and share that with, directly to the people. I think a lot of artists don't have strong management where a lot of times these are phone calls you should have to your manager or to your record label or somebody to complain about, and you basically are taking it right to the public. But I also think that there's just a lot of pressure now because of the world we're in and that, you know, the economy's bad and this idea that you can't sell any records. I think all these artists put so much pressure on themselves because they all want to be the one. They want to be the one that changes, even, even in a way that isn't just about sales. They want to be an icon. They come out the gate wanting to be an icon. They don't want to make a great record. They want to be a superstar. They want to be an icon. They want to be a cult figure. And it's super duper success. I mean, so, but to be honest with you, you there's know? been people from previous generations who came out the gate like that. I mean, Prince came out the gate like that. He made no bones about it. Yeah. He wanted to be. He wanted to make history. He wanted to change R and B. He wanted to change pop music. But Prince would never tell us how he felt. <laughs> but then so did Terrence Trendarby. I tried to call Prince to see what was going on with him. But no, but so did Terrence Trendarby, and then Terrence Trendarby had what? Two he wasn't built for it. And he yeah. wasn't built for it. Yeah, exactly. So I just think, but there is more pressure. You got to think if you sign to a label nowadays or anything in the business that you're in now because of, of, of the landscape and how few stars there are. So it's like they're getting influenced by all these different things. And this idea that if they already have this great core from this mixtape that they did early on, they start feeling they're further along in their career than they really are. That's what I think the problem is sometimes my viewpoint of it is that because you had a hot mixtape and you go do your little local show and you got 5,000 people locked in and 1,000, 2,000 of them know every single word you spit, it doesn't mean really you're at that level yet. And I just think that it's kind of an accelerated rate that the viewpoint is. And then it gets the big disappointment when it's like, okay, but you've yet to have a real hit record or you've yet to do a show at a real spot, or you've yet to be on this tour, or you've yet to call, cross, you know, get your video played on BET, even at this level. Problems. you know, All that stuff still means something. So, it does. You know, I, mean, I just think everything I just feel like there's this more. idea that there's, there's, that there's these various narratives that, that have already occurred, whether it's like the Jay-Z narrative, the Lil Wayne narrative, the Whitney Houston narrative, the, the Mariah Carey narrative, whatever narrative there is, those narratives are, nothing is secret anymore. Yeah. So the whys and wherefores and the twists and turns of each narrative is so well known that I feel like a lot of people are trying to sort of pick a narrative and, and manage their career to try to adhere to one narrative or another rather than just trying to be themselves and break the barriers that come from doing just that. But doesn't I, think, the music industry, I think that I'm people sorry. are not acknowledging enough to themselves that they are, if I can sound corny for a second, special. They are individuals that uh, the best of them, there is something about them that will change the game. I don't know if there is enough belief in self from some artists that just by virtue of them being who they are and performing um, to the utmost and earnestly and without this sort of distance between them, their actual self and what they're putting out there, that they could, in fact, change the game. There's this idea that um, I'm clocking Jay's career from, say, Reasonable Doubt, and then I know that Reasonable Doubt wasn't really a huge hit, but now people look at it like it was a classic. So I'm saying right now that my first album is going to be that. Not successful, but a classic. So, But then my next album is going to be bigger, and then maybe I'll fall out with my manager, and then I'll meet like somebody else who will manage me Biggs. to success. <laughs> and it's just like... You know, it's old school to say this, but it's like, well, just do you. There's no, like, if you try to, it's not even about trying to follow the path of, of the narrative of, of somebody else's career, but also trying to say, well, they did it this way, so I'm going to do it that way. Just do it your way. So it gets overthought. But I think the overthinking part <laughs> of it. He that succinctly, didn't he? <laughs> he was like, yeah, whatever, Daniel. It just gets overthought no, no, anyway. No, but, but I think there's this pressure also to feel like that, they have to explain it, or they have to share everything, or they have to. Camera has to be rolling. I have to check in with my legions of fans, of you know, all these millions of fans I already have, and tell them what's going on, and I have to make it make sense for them. Like I think there's this pressure of feeling that way that they have to let everything out. Pressure from where? 
just the, just the, the just the pressure of what like the peer pressure. Everyone's doing it. We're all on Twitter. I know, but everybody the, has but to the, let everything out. Let you know what's going on and with me. Revolutionary artists do not submit to peer pressure of any kind. <laughs> they don't. There's they don't very submit few to that. that are willing to stand. You know what they're doing? They're busy making music. <laughs> they don't submit to peer pressure. <laughs> don't submit to peer pressure. They don't. All right. No, I'm serious. The, 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 the artist that's going to break out of the pack of this new group of, whether it's rappers, singers, actors, actresses, whatever, is going to be the person that resists peer pressure and just does what comes naturally to them based on their background and the world that they live in and things that they want to do. And it's going to be organic. You need more of a thick skinness to it. Like, you have to accept that people are just going to tear you down or try to attack it, especially if you're willing to not try to fit in and do everybody else doing or try to carve your there own is no crazy thing. Yeah, it's like you got to take it. It's got to be... The whole thing of being it. an artist is not fitting in. If you want to fit in, then you should get a job at Chemical Bank. And Chemical Bank isn't even here anymore. <laughs> it's like if you want to fit like in... Like Man did. Chemical Bank. Yeah, it's all types of things you can do to fit in. Right. All right, what else we but got? But if you want to be an artist, then it's not about fitting in. It's like we always um, have to try to explain what these artists are doing. I mean, that's help the job of the podcast. I'm not trying to help no kids. I'm trying to help some grown folks. Um, and... I wish that somebody would try to help me find a good Twitter question. Do I think Whitney can really come back? Oh, here we go. Let's play that new Shout single. Did you even hear it yet? No, I haven't heard Million it. Million Dollar Bill. Written by Alicia Keys and produced by Swiss Beats. Let's go. Why are we doing like a radio? Why are we doing like a radio? Come on, babe. I thought you were producing this, man. I need Larry. Does it sound too Alicia? Do this all first, and you're gonna come at the end. What, Daddy? There? What? Go back to the music? What? <laughs> what? What is that? Huh? What is that? Let's go back. Perplexed, a little angry, a little no. uh, furor, a little. What's the song we heard last week that Larry played? Uh, well, the slow jam. I'll look into you is one of them, I think. And that the Akon song. And then there was the Akon song. But this is the single right here. This is a single. We're rolling out with this million dollar bill. Okay. Written by um, Alicia Keys, produced by Swiss Beats. Uh, starting out on the positive, we've been saying, or I've been saying that. I feel like it's, it's of the moment right now to be a little disco. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like that Kelly Rowland song that didn't really break here but was big, as Larry was always telling us, overseas, um, was kind of like a fake Donna Summer song, which mm -hmm. is a good thing to me. Somebody needs to pick up that baton and run with it. Um, this sounds disco mm -hmm. to me. But I... 
I want to hear. I want to hear Whitney. Uh, I want to hear her voice, and I don't agree that her voice is so much. Like I think her voice is probably still pretty good, and I feel like I could tell based on the music that we heard last week, those two songs. But but her voice doesn't sound as good on this. I don't think it doesn't sound as good on this record to me as it sounds on the records that we heard last that, week. No, yeah. no, no. I'm the biggest Whitney fan in the world. I'm ride or die, so I'm riding. And you know I love Swizz. Doesn't sound real Swizzy to me. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Sounds um, like Alicia Keys wrote it though. The backgrounds. Oh. I, yeah, I don't know. I need to hear it on the radio. What are these hurt speakers that you have going on right here? <laughs> what is the situation? Computer speakers that are probably blown out. Sam, what's going on? Are those all right? At least to get some new ones. They're blown out. They need They're to blowing go back out. up to serious. I don't have time for you and Sam's bootleg foolishness anymore. <laughs> I'm beyond. Just because you don't like the new Whitney Houston songs, no reason to take it I out of me I didn't say I didn't Sam. like it. I just said There's that no there reason. are that the songs that I heard last week. Why are you week, so angry though? You all these really because I you. love Whitney and I want everything that she does to be absolutely perfect. And I am giving but her room. You really room. think that's what's gonna happen on this album? This comeback album? It's not that I thought it was gonna happen. It's what I wanted to happen. It's what I still want to happen. I still believe this is gonna be a big and huge and important project. I do. I'm just not sure what's going on with that particular record. That's that all. That particular record. I don't know is what's the, going on with rollout. that record. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that record. Where's <laughs> Swizz? What's Swizz's name at Twitter? Kasim? No. You know oh, the real Swizzy. The real Swizzy. The real Swizzy. So. At the real Swizzy. Come on now. So I heard we have to shut this down now. <laughs> I'm busy dancing. I got my roller skates out. Wait, let me hear it one more time. Okay, go. Okay. Go, get to the end of it. Let me try to get into well, it. What's saying? We got five minutes left for 60 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I'm gonna snap my fingers and try to dance in my chair. Let's go. Go Make yourself like it. Fine, real quick. It's not all right, but it's okay. Uh, I have that on here. You know, that's my theme, though. I know, so I'm saying. <laughs> that's the theme after every argument we have. I know it's not. No, it's the joke, though. It's like, it's not right, but it's okay. Play Did Michael quick. write that for him? He might have. He need to have written it. Shout out to Ad Wyclef. No shots, my boy. What do you say, Dale? I'm just saying, we've all done our dirt. You know what, uh, what's my song? Cause see, oh, that's Above the Law. We never even talked about a love Above the Law on the podcast. And I know- oh, Black, have we ever done Black Superman? Oh, no, that's next my, time, that's Black my Superman. Song, yeah. That's what it says. See, Cause see, once in a lifetime, everybody did some dirt. Nobody knows what you're talking about. I know. Shout out to my West Coast people. Josanne, are you listening? Where you at, at Josanne C? Have it here. Elliot, like, please, you I'm don't looking. have it. It's not okay. Seriously? I'm you need to get your whole production <laughs> skills together. I tried. Sam, can you coach him, please? What's going on? Coach me? Yes. There's was the coach me? Yes. What's going on with your musical selection over there on that particular? Oh, no, here we go. You got it? Okay, let's go. It. Here we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> it's the theme song for the Daniels and Elliot relationship right here. <laughs> Xylophone. 
now, but who, I wish I don't feel like looking it up right now. But Elliot, please, with your mix master, <laughs> funk master, hurtness over there, go. But wait, listen to it for one second. Just let it play for a second, please, with your bad DJing. Okay. Overtime now, Larry wouldn't have this. Elliot, let him play. That doesn't sound better than what we just heard. Because of voice? Yeah. That's pretty, a lot of cracks since then, I'm just saying, no shots. But she was with Bobby when she made that record? That's why she made the record. More crack happened after this record. Same. I don't think that we no should shots. just say that. That's alleged, alleged, and more alleged. Okay, well, <laughs> allegedly, there's things that have damaged her voice through the years, obviously. But she's older, it's hard. Not, Nancy Wilson is like 160. And she, like, and she nice, sounds and fucking, she, excuse she my She probably language. did a couple drugs with her, allegedly. No, but I'm just saying, <laughs> Patti LaBelle sounds incredible. Like, there's people that are up in age. Ella Fitzgerald was sounding like at the peak. But some have when lost she was it. Old. Some have lost it. And I'm sorry if Whitney is one. Gladys Knight, right now, I will get on her midnight train to Georgia. Like, come on. But the, the serious drug problem. I think my problem. point is, also, serious drug problem. I'm a little allegedly. struggling. What is that? An MP3 you were playing off? Something about. I don't understand how that. I, I think I need to give the record another chance with some real speakers. You really want to ride with this Whitney thing, and you want to accept this a little bit off? No, because I it's really like off. Swizz, and I really like Whitney. Yeah, we want to like it. And I really like the other two songs that we heard. Two weeks ago. Yeah, well, next time we go see Larry, we'll have him play in the big, nice, serious speakers, and we'll see if you really you move to, get, to it. If it's my responsibility to get this apartment together and we don't have a home stereo looks, situation, then then I, we don't. We have, have a home stereo right upstairs. We have, no, we don't. That's back in my office. There's no home stereo. Upstairs. You took that to Rep Radar? We only have one stereo. Yes, that's the stereo on Rep Radar. You took the home stereo to Rep Radar? It's not a home stereo. It's my stereo. We never had a home stereo. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh my you don't even God. know what's going on in this house. What have you seen been played up there? You play your music oh, off a of sound dock at iPod. My God. Oh, please stop acting like we have a real Before problem. Before I met you, I had a real stereo system. And we got rid of that real hurt, speakers. personal thing. And you drove your neighbor's baddie and they kicked you off the Cal Street. Uh, I cannot believe. <laughs> so what you're saying right now is we don't have a home stereo we in this house. We never had. You asked me why we I can't had take the one radio. on Norfolk and we had one on 33rd. You never embraced. We had. You thought that was hurt. You've never been no, able to replace the situation. No, when we still have my real speakers. This is in the 1920s. We don't have That's them. Norfolk. This was three years we ago. We got rid of all that. Why? Because we didn't want to love all that heavy shit. Oh, I'm getting. That's it. Where's my flip flops? Seriously. What? We have no real sound <laughs> system in this apartment. Yes. That's part of the problem. Problem what? With you. <laughs> That's a problem with so me. So if I didn't have the Bose thing, I just wouldn't have anything? Yes, because remember, I can't tape the radio. When we talk about how I can't tape, I can't rip game proper from home because my thing is at the office. Oh, so we, we have a new project. Speakers, a, so we have a, a new project. A we have a new project. Huh? We have a new project. I thought that wasn't a new project. I thought that was part of what was going to be in the shelves in the living room. That's what you said. I'm embarrassed. By what? I'm by you right you're now. Putting, as my grandma would say, rest in peace, you're putting on airs. <laughs> Nigga things up. I don't know what you're talking about. You're being over the top when you know we ain't had no stereo. I think you play the outro music yeah. on our non-stereo house. Let's go. <laughs> Let's play it. I know speaker you're always has out here critiquing. Why don't you, why don't you oh, ask Antonio Reed what know. speakers he uses and we'll go over there and get the same Def Jam office uh, system set up. You're trifling. That's right. your responsibility. Well, this was fun. That's your responsibility. Huh? It really is when it comes down to it. What? The sound system situation is your responsibility. Yeah, sound doc is sounding crispy. We're not playing enough to sound doc. Playing this but on my computer. I'm embarrassed. And I got to get your iPod playlist together. Everything got to be about me coordinating your I'm sound. About to take Rosie you out right. for such a nice walk. And you want to listen to Whitney some alone time with 70 times so you like Rosie it. Rosie Rose, because I could see how things are going in this house. So let's like get it. Whitney Houston didn't have a drug problem. Like, seriously, what plan do we Allegedly. A serious cocaine Allegedly, problem. what I believe is one thing. What thinking, I'm willing to thinking, say on the air well, I'll as say a person. It. No, you okay. won't. Allegedly. You won't. <laughs> to take a personal Stay drug free, instrumental, kids. instrumental <laughs> version. Shout out Stay to drug free. Guru and Premier. 
Goo had a slight drinking problem, but I mean that's allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. I've I've seen him fall allegedly. down a couple times. I've allegedly. Seen him slip. Allegedly. But there was no ice in the ground. One of the best you know MCs in the history of hip hop music. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now it's getting blasphemous. <laughs> you love it when I say that. Oh, Shout out to Guru and Primo all day long. You out of here, baby. We're out of here. About to go to JNR and see if we can get some kind of stereo system for the crib. All right, peace.